Nestled in downtown Troy is the incredible Troy Savings Bank Music Hall, offering a full calendar of events. And as we wind down in 2023, we asked the hall about their notable moments in 2023. And so I'm now joined by the Troy Savings Bank Music Hall Executive Director, John Elbaum. Welcome to Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Great to be here. It's great to have you. So when you think of 2023 at the Music Hall, what comes to your mind? Uh, really a great year for us in a lot of ways. Just a lot of exciting things happening. Um, some terrific shows artistically, um, exciting things going on with, with the building itself, and uh, really some great relationships that we've been developing within the community. So a really positive year for us after you know, several pretty darn hard years uh, with the pandemic and the recovery from that. So it was quite a nice bounce back for us. So speaking of that, when you look at the art patronage, at the moment, how is the attendance compared to other years? Well, at the risk of <laughs> uh, putting the kibosh on things, it's actually been really strong. Our, I think this may be our strongest fall season ever, actually. Um, wow. Really incredible. I think it's a combination of people being eager to get back out, being more comfortable getting back out and being in an environment where it's okay, depending on what protocols are important to you, you can be comfortable using or not using any personal safety devices or, and it's just, I think people have become acclimated to the changing conditions and, and are eager to partake of, of live events again. That's great. Yeah. And the Troy Savings Bank Music Hall is also very much engaged in the arts and education of the area. I know that we've really at the sanctuary benefited from that. So what kind of programming um, have you been, has the organization been involved in this year? Uh, really getting that ramped up again now. Uh, that has been a little bit of a longer burn in terms of cycling those programs up. But uh, we've got some exciting uh, percussion workshops and movement workshops in coordination with uh uh, Troy City School District, uh, and uh, working with um, charter schools as well, uh, starting to work with Lansingburg a little bit, which is great. We've been trying to work with them for a while. Um, we've got our roster of teaching artists that uh, are really, really uh, fundamental to providing the kinds of content that we want to, and we're looking forward to bringing you know, those students into the building in September, I guess it was October, when we had the uh, ukulele player, Jake Shimabakuro. We did a ukulele workshop before the show that was just wonderful. And then uh, next week, we've got Mark O'Connor, the great fiddle player. And we're going to do a little fiddle workshop led by uh, Lucy Nelligan. Uh, and Mark said he might stop down for that. So that's another way we can kind of provide some enrichment and just some engagement with the community. And it's it's really well received. So I'm, I'm glad we're able to do that. Why is it so important to be bringing those resources to young people and maybe specifically in this area? Very much so. I think, you know, schools all over a challenge, but I think particularly in many, in many of the Troy schools, there just aren't the resources available. And, uh, you know, I know the, the budgets are tight and curriculums are difficult. So if we can be a part of providing, you know, enrichment to these students, uh, it's it's a really fundamental part of the way we want to be engaged with the community. 
You did mention that there was something happening this year with the building itself. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, um, we were fortunate uh, to get funding uh, for a project which will help renovate parts of the building and allow us to make it into a more programmable space. Um, If you're familiar with the building at all, you know the concert hall is actually on the third floor of the building. So there's a lot of building that isn't being used at the moment, um, and we want to make that productive and programmable. Uh, So uh, we were able to get funding from the New York State Council on the Arts, as well as uh, uh, some of the ARPA funds that were available to the city and through Empire State Development to uh, facilitate these projects uh, and will really give us some exciting new spaces to program and provide a venue for community events and other nonprofit fundraisers, those kinds of things. But, you know, the music hall is a wonderful, amazing space, but it's, it's fairly large. So a lot of the artists that we encounter and, and that I encounter as I'm trying to figure out programming just don't really work in a space that large. So in, if we have a little bit smaller space, a more intimate space, uh, it'll allow us greater flexibility in terms of the kinds of things we're bringing into the into the building. You work with a wonderful team of people. How do you come together and look at your programming? What do you what do you look for? You know, that's getting to be very, very difficult. Um, you know, that's, I guess, my primary one of my primary responsibilities, and I'll be attending sort of an annual conference that happens uh, in New York City uh, next month in January um, to meet with agents. But I'm in contact with agents and always looking, researching different artists. Um, But the sort of the in the commercial side of things, everything's becoming very kind of niche oriented. So, you know, hugely popular commercial artists are are rare. You know, there aren't that many Taylor Swifts around and the economics are, are very challenging, frankly, for sort of those mid, mid-tier mid artists who play, you know, 500 to 2,000 seat uh, venues. Um, and diversity has been a real um, focus for a lot of the programming that we're bringing in. We just had the Mariachis de Herencia here uh, last month, which was trem- just a wonderful show. Um, we've had, you know, Indian music, uh, lots of blues and jazz, which of course we're, we're well renowned for um, and more to come on that. But um, we're trying to slice down into all of these different uh, communities of music lovers and uh, try and find things that can kind of appeal to a, a broader, a broader segment. Uh, but it's, it's very much more an art than a science. Um, and there's so much out there. There's just so much talent, so many wonderful performers and, helping them find an audience is, is kind of a, an important role for, for us. Um, you know, we're, we're at risk for the shows that we present. Um, so we, you know, we, we risk our, our financial resources to be able to present these artists and hopefully the community supports that. Um, but we think it's important to, to showcase this great talent. Absolutely. So we're recording this on December 14th. We have, just a couple of weeks left of the year, but your season is not over. So what's coming up? Well, we just announced a couple of really great shows. Uh, Joshua Redmond's coming back. Uh, I was just saw a poster it's right outside my office. He was here, I don't know, probably 25 years ago, and he looks like just a young kid, <laughs> but he's coming back. Uh, he's just terrific. We love him. Wynton Marsalis is coming back. 
uh, great comedian Hannah Berner is, is coming. Uh, Gaelic Storm with the High Kings. Uh, Gaelic Storm's never played here. High Kings have been here, but that should be just a, an awesome night. Uh, and then some fun stuff. We've got a, a Taylor Swift tribute, you know, for why not, you know, do that too. Um, uh, and then we just announced our uh, Lift series, which is a really cool series that we're doing in collaboration with Organ Colossal. Uh, led by uh, Sam Torres and uh, Sofia Vostek, uh, who helped curate that that series for us. And uh, that's where the audience is actually seated on stage with the artists. So it's a very limited capacity. There's four programs in the series. And so we just announced that. And if you want to find out more about that, you can go on the website. But it's it's really cool. It's a fun experience for both the artists and the audience because you get to be on stage, which is cool. People like that. And then the artists, you know, have, have a, a very intimate experience and they're able to dialogue and if they want to do that. John Elbaum, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Where is the best place to learn more information about the Troy Savings Big Music Hall? Well, if you're on social media, which I'm not so much, uh, you can go on Facebook or Instagram and uh, find out more. Of course, our website is TroyMusicHall.org and we've got all the info you need uh, right there. Thank you. Is there anything you'd like to leave our listeners with? Well, um, thanks to the listeners for, for their support and keep supporting live music and live culture wherever it is. It, it's really important. And uh, I don't want that to get lost in all of the nonsense that's happening around the world these days. It's an important part. It keeps us human. Thank you so much. Thank you.